0: Transmission Worldwide, rampant (laughs) Newsweek. Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen. You've finally found the G-Spot. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the G-Spot, everybody, where we talk about Michigan basketball, even some Michigan State basketball this week. We're going to talk a little bit about Sparty. So,
1: Yeah, but before we get carried away and before you start... Uh, thinking about W's, you never did say anything about Illinois anyway.
0: Who wants to talk about that? I mean, really, like, what, what the fuck? What the fuck? You know?
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. You tell me what happened in that game. What did you see?
0: I didn't see much of anything, to be honest with you. I mean, from what I saw, there was no energy. They had their stu- their their superstar player, their scorer, anyways. I mean, uh out still with a, with a face injury, whatever the fuck that is. You look fine to me. I think he got like maybe a broken nose or a broken bone or something, maybe a fractured eye socket, or they're not giving much detail, at least that I can find, but either way we looked horrible and they didn't even have their best player. So, I mean, that's, that's alarming. Obviously it was very tough to watch. There was very little energy.
1: As far as I'm concerned, what I saw is uh, their big man's outplayed ours. I oh, definitely, definitely thought their their big men were a lot more involved, had a lot more energy, more hustle to the ball. King and of that, the oh, Sorry. Go ahead.
0: That <laughs> Fraser, the- that
1: Fraser guy went off, man.
0: Bro, I was blinded. I was I was literally I was just so I was I wasn't even watching their team, dude. Like I didn't even look at who was scoring the most for Illinois. I was too focused on how they really just looked like they said fuck it. Like, I, I, I don't know what to, I don't even, it's so hard to put into words what that was. That's not like us. We, I saw that once once this year, and that was against Minnesota. It looked exactly the same. They were stagnant. No one was moving. Um, and I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it comes down to the jumper not falling. When the jumper's falling, everything gets easier, you know, and of course, of it course. was
1: so and, and, and I mean, I do agree with you definitely on offense. All that's true. As far as defense goes, I mean, Illinois was doing a lot of pick and roll with their guards. Their guards were getting free scoring buckets right underneath uncontested. Uh, so their guards went to town. Um, it was trash. So, it was trash. <laughs> so, you know what, what we hoped was that the effort would be a lot different when we moved on to the Michigan state game. And I think we
0: saw that. I mean, obviously we're playing different teams. Um, Illinois is, a is Illinois probably would have beat the shit out of Michigan state too. Um, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. They, they were just on that night and we were off. I mean, that's the end of the Illinois game. And then, then you move over to the Spartan game. And, um, you know, it, for me, the big moment in that game was when uh, Franz switched over onto their, uh, what the hell is his name, onto uh, Henry. Franz switches over onto Henry because Livers is just getting taken, taken advantage of. I mean, Henry was doing him in. I think he started like five for seven or something like that. He was doing things, and uh, Jawan's like, yeah, that that's not man. working. That's not working. Let's go ahead and <laughs> do like this, and Let's then all of out. a sudden, everything just changed for the better. That dude ended up shooting barely 50%. I think. I can't remember what he shot, but, you know, he went from tearing us up in that first half of the first half and to doing nothing, dude. I mean, Franz I'll shut his ass down.
1: I'll tell you what. Wagner has a way of – making it look like you fall him, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of, it's crafty. I'm not going to flo- say it's floppy. <laughs> the, flailing, <laughs> the flailing around. Yeah. I mean,
0: you know, where I come from, we call that Euro. I mean, we call that Euro. That's, that's, you're Euroing somebody where you, where you grab a rebound and their leg happens to be just on the inside of yours. And you go drag your leg over their leg and fall around. Like that is, a smart player that's a sign of a kid who really understands the game and all of it the whole part the whole ball of wax you know Mm -hmm. I can use this referee who I see right here to get me to the line
1: a possession or yeah
0: you know whatever or move the ball to half court whatever yeah I mean it's it's a foul on the other team so at any at any rate if you can draw a foul that's a good thing to do right
1: (laughs) yeah yeah and 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 I got to give Jawan Howard a lot of credit for the bounce back you know Cause the team was down and it's not like Sparty's been playing awful as of late. Uh, they've actually been looking halfway semi-decent. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: So I, you got to give Howard a little credit for the bounce back and the re in the, in the game planning. Uh, but you got to be able to beat the, beat these, this team uh, Illinois and teams like them that have some big centers uh, and that can play the pick and roll game with bigger guards. Our guards were exposed. You know, the way I
0: see it um, is is the last time I saw this Michigan team, when we're backing up for a minute to the Illinois game, the last time I saw this Michigan team was against Minnesota, and that was (laughs) two months ago. So if we we just keep this trend going, you know, where we have a bad night and then we rip off 12-plus wins, we're going to be hoisting the hardware at the end of this season, boys. (laughs) It's going to happen. Like, I mean, look at these boys. When they're on – there's nothing, nobody's got anything for us. It's it's just they can't have that Minnesota or that Illinois game happen again in the next what? Seven games, eight games. Just don't do that again for seven or eight games. And we got a really good chance for putting it up on the shelf.
1: Somewhere in there, you gotta cut in Wayne and Garth going, we're not worthy, <laughs> we're not worthy. <laughs> I don't think they're that grand, man. Hoisting, it's a little premature to maybe say hoisting the troll. Listen to you. Oh, my goodness. You can tell you're a Lions fan. Who's
0: going to beat them? Who's going to beat these guys, man? Nobody.
1: Illinois, man, made them showed you know showed something now we did have a flat night and it wasn't great shooting but that's the great thing about uh the tournament right is it's one game and that's why i think that it's premature to be talking about hoisting trophies and whatnot man but with that said um we should you don't think hold on
0: let's you don't think for one fucking minute you're telling me that this isn't at least close to one of the best teams we've ever had Top to bottom. Are you fucking kidding me? Our, I mean, our backup center was our starter and is a serviceable center. He's a clown. He does dumb shit. Austin Davis does, but our backup center used to be our starter. We got blessed with this freshman who we had no idea what this was about to happen. And look at this fucking kid. He's, he's on the wooden list and shit. Like, so it's, it's, you know, I don't think there is anybody, any team that I can say top to bottom that is so far in front of this team, you know, and maybe the Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway hookup, but I don't know. I don't, they're really good, dude. This team's really good. And and as long as they don't have that bump in the road, because it's that obvious, it's that night and day, there's no in the middle because they play, might play tight until halftime, but then they go into the half and they come out with what's called, I don't know, a refresher course on basketball from coach. And they come out and they execute and they walk away from most teams in the second half. That's a sign of just, you're just top to bottom. This is about as good as it gets. And I really think Juwan Howard has what it takes to go down as one of the best coaches to ever coach in Ann Arbor. I don't know what to expect out of tomorrow's game, actually. I mean, should we sit players? Uh, you know, are, are we going to check out? I mean, are we just coasting into the big 10 tournament? As a number one seed with a Big Ten regular season banner to hang, I mean, what what are we doing tomorrow? I mean, what we, what do we expect not, wait, to wait. see?
1: Sit players.
0: Come on now, you got to be smart about this shit, man. All it takes is one of these dirty fucking sharties <laughs> to step up under, to step up under livers, or step up under fucking fronds, and we get a rolled ankle minimum out for a couple of a weeks. You're done. Fucking say goodbye. The whole mantra is. If we lose one of our big four players or five players, it's definitely going to be very detrimental, dude. I'm telling you right now, we're strong off the bench, but this is a vibe. This team is a vibe.
1: The greatest team you've ever seen, and now all of a sudden, one little ding, and it's done? Uh, it's I mean, fragile that. greatest team ever.
0: That, that, that I'm saying, though, it's it's about the timing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I I'm confident. I'm confident that they would still make a very deep run. But I'm not confident if they were to lose, say, one of the top three guys. They lose. Uh, hey, 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 hey,
1: of- hey, 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 hey! you stop talking about names right now. This is all theoreticals, but let's not put any names out there. You already put one name into the atmosphere. That's bad juju on you. King of the James. That's Lima I'm Beans. Talking- That's I'm sorry. Lima Beans. You calm we won't down name names. there. We won't name Lima names. Lima Beans.
0: We won't even be specific. If we were to lose one of our key players, we'll say.
1: We'll say, if we were to lose one of our key players,
0: it would definitely change things, man. So I just, I don't, I'm not sure. That
1: that would be with any of the teams, right? Realistically, if any of the the teams that are kind of leading out there doing good things, if they lost a key player, it would be detrimental to their run too. So that's just part of it. But with that said, you don't want to get rid of the vibe and the mood and the go. I think that you keep playing you know, you want to, you want to go in hot. You want to go into the big 10 tourney. You want to go in that thing, stay hot. Uh, I think we get a buy. And then uh, you want to go into the tournament, you'll get a buy. So you'll be able to rest. And you, I think you want to keep moving. I, I think you want to keep it moving. I don't know.
0: I just don't trust them. Um, I just don't trust that team, that Aaron Henry kid. I mean, he might be an okay basketball player, but he seems like a dick. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just not trying to have him step up under one of my jump shooters and, and it, it, regardless if it, if it like completely changes my outlook on the landscape of the tournament, depending on who they lose, if they were to lose somebody and we hope they don't. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to back myself out of this, but anyways, it, it would just be detrimental. And I just don't think it's worth it. I mean, I, I think we can beat Michigan state with Mike Smith, Shondre Brown, Austin Davis. Um, you throw Johns in there. And then you throw, let's see, I don't know. I can't think of the fifth guy, but you know what I'm saying? A lineup like that and you just kind of get, I mean, maybe you get some reps, but your guys know, don't be going crazy. Don't be chasing loose balls. Don't be doing that shit because they got, this team has a chance though. That's the thing. Like,
1: at Michigan State, you're you're gonna limp into Michigan State, take a L, maybe pass, maybe put,
0: ass, bro. They're terrible. They're a dumpster maybe, player in the corner of a bar in East Lansing.
1: Let's talk about that. I personally think that Michigan State has everything on the line this Sunday. Because I like if it. they pull out a way to beat Michigan, and with you talking about rest of players, rest of all the good players you're going to limp them right in there they're going to beat michigan who's number two limp into the tourney okay that that might get them talked right now they're they're uh i think they're the first in so it would it would solidify that dude
0: i i i would be i'm willing to agree you know the the competition committee is going to going to do what they can to have Tom Izzo and the Michigan state Spartans in the tournament. like they're going to do what they can. But what we have to think about right now, dude, is like you said earlier, they were certain they're surging right now, dude. Even if, even if they take two L's to us, you know what else they're going to be really pissed off for that first team. They, they play, you know what I'm saying? And they're going to make the big 10 tournament no matter what, right? Yes. So they got a chance to win four games against solid competition in the big 10. And if they have a good showing in the tournament, you know what I'm saying? But it, it I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think it's, I just don't think it's necessary. I think we can beat them. We can beat them with our bench players, dude. We're, we're that much better than that team. So, oh,
1: wow. Okay. Okay. So let's do the forecast of the future. Okay. And when we do forecast, forecast of, the of the future, future. uh, Who's gonna have Who's gonna have the, the the game against Michigan State on Sunday?
0: Well, it's a player that's been kind of laying low lately, and it, I I really genuinely think it's time for a breakout game from Isaiah Livers. Um, I think he's probably gonna have between twenty four and twenty eight points. Um, you know, probably a handful of dimes, some rebounds. You know, he's gonna fill the stat sheet up nicely. He's gonna have himself a game. Um, that's if. That's if he plays. I mean, if he plays. But like like I said, you know what my take is. I say bench the players. We have a knockdown-dragout game. It doesn't okay, really matter. Okay, the so if, world if,
1: knows. if Livers if livers doesn't play and Michigan doesn't play their, their regular game, which, by the way, I'm going to say Dickinson and Brooks are going to go off if we play Michigan State. I think those two are going to have big nights. Uh, and, and probably Smith will put up a bunch of assists. So – who else do you think then? because who, who's coming off the bench and, and just putting the numbers up?
0: I mean, dude, if they bench players, it's going to be Chandre Brown and Mike and, and Mike Smith working in the two man game, dude. I mean, it, it's, that's all they really need to run. Dude is those two dudes in a two man game, uh, pick and roll, you know, something like that, whatever, just give them screens, run around, run them around screens. Uh, Just keep Mike Smith and Chandre Brown moving, and that team can't beat us with their starters, dude. I'm just saying, like those two guys, those very seasoned professionals, can lead us to victory on their own. I'm telling you, against (laughs) team like State, they're booty, dude. They're booty. They are booty, man. Like so.
1: All right, all right, all right. So, so we we think, and we both feel that Michigan will, will be Michigan State on Sunday. Um you think it'll be more of a toss up because you don't, you think we'll rest players to some extent. I think, I think hopefully we'll go hard out and just do, do what we got to do. Um, now, do you want to talk about the big 10 tourney and what you think is going to happen there before we get ahead of ourselves with who's on the bubble or what do you think, or that doesn't matter?
0: No, I mean, it, I don't want to talk about it until I see the brackets. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, there's too much to be seen. And I mean, we know where chances are we're going to have to go through, Illinois, Iowa, and or Ohio State. Again, it's inevitable. You might have to play all three of those teams. Well, no, 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 no. We gotta buy whatever. Anyways, so
1: um, we gotta buy. We gotta buy. You think? I mean, I mean, this is the best Michigan team you've ever seen. So you you would figure they got the Big Ten season championship. You should you should definitely handily take the. You got the buy walking into the Big Ten tournament, so you should handily win that, right? No, and then no. uh and then you you're the one seed going going into the into March Madness.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I I we definitely need to if we were to just get knocked out in the first round, I wouldn't be surprised if we weren't a number one seed. They try to fuck us over or something crazy like that, dude. Mm. But mm. but um but yeah, having mm. the buy um and you know that extra time to prepare, I guess. To me, I I think these kids just want to get hot and stay hot, you know, and Mm -hmm. depending on what happens tomorrow, you know, what's another week off in my opinion? Like you're already going to take a week off, you know, they're already getting a bunch of time off. So what's another week, you know, don't get, don't risk 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 getting them hurt. But what I I
1: think, what I think is, and if I could say this before you come with your predictions, mm -hmm. um, is that the Big Ten as a whole, as a conference, is really strong? It's got some teams that, I mean, even Ohio State. Um, I don't think night out, night in, and night out they can maybe bang with the best of them. But I think on any given night they can get hot. Somebody puts up uh, that Washington dude scores forty on you, and all of a sudden they're in the game. Uh, uh, you know, it, looking outside of the Big Ten, I'm looking at teams like Duke that are on the bubble and might not even make the tournament. It's just unbelievable seeing some of this stuff. And when I look back at who they played and the kind of L's they, they took, I'm like, yeah, they lost a lot of games. They lost a lot of games. So I understand why they are where they are. And with that said, maybe that's another reason why Michigan States get a little bit of love and, are on the inside looking out right now is because they've won some big games against some serious competition. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you look at Iowa, they're, they're pretty solid with the great big man. You look at Illinois, very solid with somebody hurt, with good big man. You look at Michigan, same kind of setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sparty doesn't have that veteran and those big guys, so I think they're a little bit behind the eight ball. Um, but even Purdue has got some big wins, uh, Northwestern, uh, Rutgers has got some crazy wins. You got some ballers. And I I think, I think
0: it's, it's like every season in the big 10 for, from recent memory for me is it's an absolute slugfest between the conference teams. Um, you know, you have some real eye, eye popping, you know, uh, either, either wins or losses depending on who gets what, um, but you know, it, it it's definitely always a slugfest in the big 10. A lot of teams have taken losses that had they not, they would have been sure, surefire number one seats in the big 10. Like, like I feel like between those top, the top three teams between Michigan, Iowa and uh, damn, I'm drawing a blank. Michigan, Iowa, and Illinois. Ohio state. Michigan, oh, Iowa, state. Illinois, and Ohio state. Let's say those four teams, Michigan, Illinois, Iowa, and Ohio State. I would not be surprised if all four of those teams are sweet sixteen teams. I wouldn't oh, wow. be surprised at all. I wouldn't be surprised wow. at all if if, wow. if two out of the two out of the four could make the Elite Eight, one of them I really genuinely believe is winning the whole damn thing, bro. The championships coming through the Big Ten this year. I'm telling you. I right
1: wouldn't now. I wouldn't be surprised if if the big 10 had at least four teams in the sweet 16 without question, Mm -hmm. and then maybe even, maybe even three teams in the elite eight or better possibly or better. Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, it's, 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 it's a really good year for Michigan basketball. um, But, but yeah. And it's, uh, it's kind of weird. I got, I can't lie. It's kind of weird not having Michigan state be one of those teams, you know, it's, it's definitely a, a different feeling, isn't it? Like over the last 20 years of our basketball watching life, Michigan state's been pretty, pretty damn good, you know, like pretty consistently good. So, yeah. Yeah. um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's weird not having them be a part of that. When you, you, you say the top four big 10 basketball teams, you're just, Michigan State's a shoe in, and they're not there, well, so it's well, kind of weird. Well,
1: I mean, I mean, I think people might still dis- disagree um, because right now, and listen, dude, listen, I'm no Sparty fan, but what I do know is that whether <laughs> whether whether Izzo works some kind of magic and makes some kind of splash in the Big Ten tourney and then gets in, or no matter what happens right now, they're part of the last four and they get in and they make it to like a final four run with that team. Cause they get hot and, and get splashy. Uh, man, I've just, I've, I've seen Michigan state do some, some funny things and make some interesting runs. That's all I'm going to say is Izzo is kind of masterful uh, when it comes to tournament play. And I'm not downplaying uh, Juwan Howard right now because Mr. March. Mr. March, you know what I'm saying, and and now what you were talking about though, if maybe let's say they lose to us, they get bounced right away in the big in the Big Ten uh, tournament, Mm -hmm. and they miss March Madness, or or uh, they make it in just barely, but they drop right away. You were talking about maybe him retiring.
0: I mean, it's it's uh, it's kind of daunting what's in front of them right now, man. I mean, to be honest, that team up the road or whatever they want to, you know, call us, whatever their lame ass response is to little sister. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's kind of daunting task in front of him, man. I mean, all, all there's uh, the four teams we just mentioned are absolutely fucking surging lately and, and and all have had pretty consistent success. And then if you want to throw Indiana in there, I mean, they had some damn good years in the last decade. So it's not easy being Tom Izzo right now. It used to come real easy, but look at his fucking face. It's not easy anymore, bro. He's pissed. He's so fucking mad that he looks like Yosemite Sam on the sidelines, <laughs> you know, just so angry. And so I think it's well, coming to an end, and and honestly, dude, with the draft class that Michigan – or the, not draft class, forgive me. The recruiting class that Michigan basketball has coming in this, this offseason. I mean, dude, we got the best class. And, and, and we all know how that can turn out. It can turn out really great. It can turn out you hit or miss. You never know what's really mm-hmm. going to happen when these kids hit the court. But mm-hmm. when you see Michigan at the top of that list nationally, we got the best mm-hmm. overall class, like – and he gets knocked down twice by Michigan to finish the regular season and gets bounced in the first round, why the fuck wouldn't you just sail off into the sunset, Tommy? It might be time. Hey, hey, your boy D'Antonio got the fucking message that it was a wrap and we were going to come down, you guys. uh,
1: Say that because I I talked to two Sparty fans today. I'm sorry. And, no, they're good people. But they both said to me – uh what the hell is Izzo going to do now? Because who do you want to go play for? Izzo or Juan Howard? And I'm like, well, I would want to play for Juan Howard, but I said uh if I couldn't or or uh or if or or if I just liked Izzo cuz Izzo is still a force to be reckoned with. He is still a good coach. Uh, And they did bring up your point, too, which was, do you want the old guy screaming at you or do you want the super silky Juwan patting you on the back, boosting you up? I mean, taking selfies,
0: taking selfies um, with you um, and shit, doing flex moves and shit with the team. Like, it's a it's a vibe.
1: Something tells me he's a hard ass at practice. I'm guessing practice is probably a monster and he might get in your face and. Uh, but it's all love You know what I'm saying And I don't think he would try to do that on the big stage And so it's a respect thing You know what I'm saying I mean
0: like I, I've said it before on previous episodes That the relationship he has with Isaiah Livers Is that one that's like like I'm a little brother but you like uh, This is Livers I'm a little brother but you fucking know I can ball And let me do what I need to do And, and then they both shut down and move on With the, the rest of the time out and he goes out and does what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's uh, it, to me, it's a no-brainer for kids, dude. It, this isn't the last number one class we're going to have while Jawan Howard is coaching basketball at Michigan. I'm just telling you that right now. There's your bold prediction. This will happen again. Um, he is the ticket. He's the one in the NCAA. It's, the ship has sailed. The ship has sailed in East Lansing. It's a wrap. These kids want to play for someone that, that's hoorah and, and has a fucking Instagram account. And the translation.